don't you just love like cooking venison over a stovetop late at night, making tacos for your lunch the next day? That is just what I was doing. And I just love it. It is the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> Welcome back to First Generation Bowhunter. This is episode 67. And I am Adam. If you're uh, a little bit newer to the podcast, welcome. This is a place where you can learn how to tag out on your first few hunts and uh, get get through some of those, you know, new hunter butterflies and and just learn and and just tag out. I am the world's worst bow hunter, and so on this podcast, I talk about uh, all my failures, how I got through them and how I started seeing success. So yeah, you can dial back, go check out older episodes, find out something that, uh, that sings to you, you know, let me, let me share a few of the more popular episodes and kind of give you some guidance here. Uh, the number one most listened to podcast uh, episode is number four, what bow arrows and broadheads should you use? Should you buy? The next one is 54, how to shoot your bow, sorry, how to shoot your bow more consistently and more accurate. And then actually the last episode was the third most listened to, talking footwear and socks with Grady from Loa Footwear, Loa Boots. Grady was awesome. I, um, Got some feedback from a coworker, which I need to talk about my new job. So got to do that. But shout out to my good friend Jason Dyer. We uh, we actually have a long history. We we go quite a way back, and I'll, I'll talk more on that in a second. But he made a comment to me in person, which people still do nowadays. They don't just comment on your Instagram. Um, so Jason was saying, he's like, man, I really like Grady. He was, he was such a good dude. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed that discussion. I, I just, Grady is that guy that you just want to just stay close to, you know, he, he's that, that guy that you want to text during hunting season, talk about your successes and failures and near misses. And I just, yeah, it was great. If you listen to the last episode with Grady uh, from Low Boots, uh, he was talking about the Renegade socks. They did arrive, and I, I do have them. I It's kind of funny. You know, when you have something, like, really special and you, like, want to crack it open uh, for a special occasion, I kind of did that with these lower Renegade socks. Um, they... You know, their size right and left, they, you know, they fit to the right and left foot. And I, they sat in my drawer for a while, like in the, the package wrapping. And I just, I was like, I'm holding on to those for the right, for the right situation. I, I want to, yeah. So finally broke them out the other day, christened the, the Renegades. The thing that I really noticed about them is over the top, there's kind of this elastic, these lines that kind of go over the top of the foot. And it really, you know, is kind of a thoughtful design because it keeps the uh, elasticity, or you know, 
I don't know. I just, I didn't feel like any movement. And I know it's a new sock. Yes, I know it's a new sock. But I can tell that they're trying to anticipate wear and tear uh, by putting those kind of lines over the top of the foot. So that was just one kind of first impression I had. But I'm going to keep cranking on them. I'm not going to wash them. I'm going to see how long I can go without. I tend to do that. I'll kind of, you know, when I'm putting gear through the paces, I just kind of treat it like crap and uh, see what happens. So <laughs> um, a little bit out myself too on, on my history you know I got involved in my career from gear reviews from writing gear reviews and uh, actually from backcountry.com I share that with you because um, the last few episodes if you've been kind of tuning in I talked about how I lost my job and I was kind of scrambling there for a minute and you know, I was I was a little worried, but not too worried. Like I, I have a lot of trust in my network, and I've tried to help and serve my network, and uh, was really thankful. You know, when the time came that I needed a little bit of help, and was was thankful for for those that came out. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I just want to take a moment and, and give my wife Lisa uh, a special thank you. Just through that whole time period, she just was like super supportive. So thank you, Lisa. You're probably not going to hear that because you don't subscribe to my podcast. But I don't hold that against you. So anyway, I can just say whatever I want. She, she's not going to hear it. Um, no, she's, she's a phenomenal human. I really, really am thankful for my wife. She's just great. And so let's talk about the new job. And then I want to get into the topic today about how to find your arrow. I have kind of a weird hack that I actually just kind of taught myself. I, I Maybe people do it. I don't know. Um, it, it's kind of funny. Like I stumble across certain, you know, tactics while hunting. And then I realize like, oh, that's a thing. And so... I personally believe that comes from a primal instinct. I think that comes from our DNA. So when I share the tip that I'm, I'm going to share, let me know if you've ever tried it. You're probably like, yeah, dude, that's like everyone does that. Um, but hey, it's new to me, all right? So and it is effective. I want to talk about the new job. So the new job is pretty amazing, uh, honestly. I'm not going to lie. I... Uh, a little background on myself. I've done digital marketing for outdoor brands pretty much my whole career. Actually started at backcountry.com and that's relevant because that's where I met uh, Mr. Kendall Card. So Kendall brought me up into marketing. I was uh, answering the phones down at you know customer service and he was like, hey, come work with me. And I was like, oh, sweet. Like I'm super interested in marketing. And uh yeah, we just formed a friendship and kept in touch over the years. And I moved a ton and moved around. I went and worked for Cabela's and um, Columbia Sportswear and, and all that. And then he uh, started a hunting company, a little hunting company, not so little now. And it's called Camo Fire. And so this was back in 2008. Pretty interesting story. I actually had him on the podcast. Well, it's funny, I've had him on my marketing podcast that I used to have, um, and I just I've, I stopped doing that back in 2020, because no one needed another marketing podcast in their ears. I'm trying to find Kendall's, here it is, uh, episode 14, 
Kendall Card uh, shares his early days of bow hunting as a first-generation bow hunter. So Kendall, I kept in touch with over the years, and, and then BlackOvis.com came out. BlackOvis has probably some of the best apparel. They are very good at developing products, and so I am pretty excited to be part of that. Um, so yeah, they've got the two sites, and maybe you've heard of them. Maybe you haven't. If you're kind of newer to hunting, um, these are incredible resources. The the blogs on both sites, um, the product we sell, it's just it's pretty cool. So Camofire is a daily deal site. Every day, 80 new products uh, get regenerated every night at 11 p.m. Mountain Standard. I'm recording this at 11.30 p.m., so new deals just hit. So I'm actually going to pull that up because I'm kind of curious what, what's hitting right now. It's funny because I've had Camofire saved on my bookmarks on my phone for many, uh, many years. So, oh, man, we're doing jet boils right now. Dang, I need a new jet boil. It's so funny. Like, I've been a customer of this website for many years. Really cool. And then Thermarest. So yeah, I got 80 new deals regenerate every night, 11 p.m. And then on Black Olvis is more retail model, so covering, uh, you know, selling all the big major brands. Uh, you know, you can, it's everything. The thing that's really relevant to to you is Arrow ID. This is a customized Arrow builder. They, I'm going to, I'm going to sneak my camera in, sneak my camera in as if it's like the Pentagon, please. Uh, I'm going to take my camera in. I'll take a few photos and a video of the arrow building area. It's like a bow hunter's dream. Like you walk in there and like the components and wraps and fletchings. And so we have full-time arrow builders. That's what, that's what they do. And they, they crush. And so go to arrow ID under Black Ovis, and you can set up all your customized colors, fletchings, um, helical, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, they can crank it out and, and build it and send it to you. It's pretty cool. It comes in like a really cool box too, like one of those boxes you never want to throw away. So pretty, pretty special there. Uh, but yeah, Black Ovis, just some of the top, top, you know, pieces of gear, you know. So as you kind of grow into your hunting career, and passion you know maybe you start a camel fire and kind of watch for some really good deals and kind of supplement some gear maybe you don't have and you're not looking to drop a lot of coin but then when you really need that particular item where it's like all right i'm ready to up my optics i'm ready to dial in you know my footwear packing um you know that that's where you kind of go and and you know create inventory there I'm working on marketing there, so really pumped to, to work on that. We've got some cool stuff in store. Another great resource. I, I'm, I'm blowing up the brand, but hey, you know, I work there, full disclosure, and I'm pumped about it. I'm not going to make this like the Black Ovis Camelfire podcast. Uh, however, th there are some really relevant things we're doing, and, and I think it is relevant to bow hunters. Um, but their YouTube is probably one of the strongest content creators uh in gear reviews gear overviews you're thinking about a bino system um they just have a really cool platform of how they've done that and so i'm excited to help kind of keep 
keep going on that. So I'm going to go start shooting videos in the, in the studio. And I might be in front of the camera. Who knows? Talk about my experience and stuff. So um, please reach out if you have questions, if you have thoughts, if you um, have any thoughts on both sites. I, I'd love to hear from you. And you can follow Black Ovis on Instagram. It's just Black Ovis and then Camel Fire. Um, just all one word, two separate accounts. So engage with the team. Uh, if you do comment on there, that's me. You're, I'm going to be responding to you. <laughs> so I'm also helping with the social media stuff and email and, and all the, all the digital marketing things. So fun stuff in store. If you're a local in Utah, uh, we do have a retail store too. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to back up. That was a, that was a lot of salesiness, but it's worth it. Believe me. Once you spend a few seconds on each site, you'll be like, okay, Adam's legit. I'm not like trying to sell you laundry detergent. You know what I'm saying? Actually, I think we do sell laundry detergent. It's unscented. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, let's jump into today's topic. I was thinking about this for the last few weeks and uh, something that is just kind of cool. And especially, uh, you know, when you're doing um, – you know, just trying to practice. And, uh, I, I think this is kind of a cool thing that you can do. And what I want to talk about is how to recover your arrow using your rangefinder. So this happened to me multiple times. It's happened so many times. I have this weird thing where I have to find my arrow. I have to find it, especially if I made a hit on an animal and you're probably like, well, duh. Yeah, of course you want to find your arrow. Like, who doesn't want to find their arrow? But I really want to find my arrow. And if I can't find my arrow, I get really, like, bugged. I'm like, ah, where is it? Like, I know it's, like, right here. So what you do, and, and this is something that it's hard to remember in the moment because, I mean, when you're shooting an animal – and you're here and waiting for that thwack and, you know, your mind is running 72 different places. It's really hard to focus and slow down. So this tactic is, it's good, it's beneficial, but you, you do need to like calm yourself down for a bit. And what I do is, you know, you range the animal, obviously you're going to do that anyway. So let's say it's, you know, 45 yards and you're like, okay, here we go. Pull the string back, boom, launch an arrow. You keep that in your mind, like, okay, 45 yards, and then look down or look around yourself and try to find, like, a big rock or a tree or some kind of thing that you can hit with your rangefinder. And you might find your arrow right away and be like, oh, whatever, Adam's dumb, it's not hard to find your arrow, blah, whatever. But if you're like me, uh, taking, like, angled shots and, you know, it's tricky to find your arrow, this can be really helpful. So walk up to the area, you know, give it a little time you know, don't, don't go stomping up there. And then if, if you are struggling, find your arrow, stand where you think it is, and then hit that area that you were standing in where you took the shot and try to get it to 45 yards. It's so simple. You're probably hearing this being like, bruh, everyone knows that. I didn't know that. No one taught that to me. And I was looking for my arrow and I kept thinking in my mind, like what my distance was. And I was like, well, shoot, if I can just, you know, laser point back to, you know, my little 
place where I was standing, I could probably find my arrow. And it totally worked. And it especially helps with angles. So you can really um, see, even look down and see where the kick marks were of the animal. So I could always tell where the deer kind of like struggled and kicked a bunch of dirt. I'd be like, ah, okay, they were standing right here. You know, kind of work off of that. So that is my tip. That is my little tip. It's it's not super complicated, <laughs> um, but I think it's kind of effective. You know, I, I think people really do want to find their arrows, and I have lost arrows. I have not recovered some arrows, and it really, really, you know, keeps me up at night. It's funny, this area where I take my kids mountain biking for their practice, they're on mountain bike team. Uh, I like taking them there. I always get excited when they're, one of their practices in the, is in this area because I'm like, sweet, I can go look for arrows. <laughs> oh, man, I, gosh, I think I've got an arrow up there. It's like four or five years old. And it just, I always just kind of cut through that area. I'm like, come on, today's going to be the day. Um, but it's hard because, like, I didn't do a good job of marking, you know, my onyx point where I was standing. That's another thing that you can do too. It again, you got to calm yourself, but mark a waypoint right there on Onyx. Just boom, nail it, and then walk. And then you could do it um, based on GPS as well. You know, it's, it's a little tricky if it's like forty-five or fifty yards away. Um, but but again, you know, if you really can't find your arrow, it's just a nice preventative measure of like dropping the Onyx point. You know, watch for a landmark and uh, and do that. So hopefully you recover some arrows. Hopefully you, you make some really good hits and that arrow, you know, doesn't go in too deep and it, you know, the animal kind of slows it down and you find a good bloody arrow. That is, I love the blood trail. You've heard me say this. I just love, love, love the blood trail. I, it, I tell me if you've ever done this where Maybe you're like spring or summer, you're going out preseason scouting, maybe you're placing cams or you're just like me. I just like to go back to the areas that I've shot animals. And it was kind of interesting because I took my wife actually back up to an area. Uh, she just got an e-bike and I was like, hey, let's, let's, let's go check this area out. It's pretty cool, you know. And I it, it was cool because she's never been hunting with me. And so I kind of took her to the areas and I said, oh yeah, like I've shot an animal there. And she's like, really? Huh? Wow. And I was like, yeah, this is what happened. And it was just kind of cool, like share that with her so that she may never go with me. And that's fine. I don't, you know, I'm not going to force her or anything, but it was just kind of cool to like replay that with her. And, and she could be like, whoa, like could kind of feel it you know, be in that area. There's just something like special, you know, about taking an animal. And, uh, so that was kind of cool. And, and always kind of looking for arrows. Turkey is tricky too, man. I don't know what it is with Turkey, but, uh, it's hard to recover arrows. I, I found, um, and again, like I'm not, you know, putting out a whole lot of decoys. I, I do want to try decoy, uh, before our season ends, our, our turkey spring ends here in about eight or nine days. Uh, so I'd like to, I've got a little, little decoy I want to try, but man, it's hard to recover arrows with turkey. They, they're so low to the ground, you know, 
And if you miss, those arrows just sink, sink into the ground. They're really hard to find. If you got any other tips on how to find arrows, I, you know, I know people put in those little Bluetooth knock trackers. Eh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I'm not opposed. I think sometimes I just really have a hard time justifying more like gadgets and paying for that. They're spendy. I I can't remember the last time. I, like, hopefully someone's like come out and they'd like, you know, competed in that space because I I think that is cool. Um, but I I don't know. It's hard, man. The 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 price per arrow starts to just really skyrocket. I think I'm at like twenty, maybe twenty five bucks an arrow right now. Well, you throw a broadhead on there. Yeah, it's it's getting up there. Um. So let me know if you got any old slick, awesome tips on how to recover arrows. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear them. I'd love to hear all about it. Instagram, Adam at, sorry, at Adam underscore Buchanan. Oh, trippy. It's late at night. I just got done cooking venison. I was cooking uh, tacos for lunch tomorrow. I thought, you know, if I'm going to go work for this hunting company, I got to bring like venison, you know, to lunch. And, uh, you know, share, share the, the goods. So anyway, that's what I got for you. I, I just, um, just want to give everyone a big thank you. Uh, thank you for, uh, dropping in, subscribing and, and listening. This has been a, a true treat and I'm super amped on what's to come. Um, I, you know, was quiet these last few weeks. If, if you've kind of been hanging on to every episode and kind of listening live, um, I just kind of had to get my, myself centered again. I, uh, my, my ice bath is like completely warmed up right now. The, the cooler, the water chiller that I was trying to use, it's not working. Um, it's really hard to get cold water and I'm just dreading like going to the grocery store and buying like massive amounts of ice. And I'm just like, ah, uh. so I'm trying to, work on that. It is, uh, I'll be real with you. It's like throwing me off, like not having a consistent ice bath. I was doing it daily before and now just with the water warmed up. I mean, I can kind of do the cold shower thing, but I'm just weird. I'm weird like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice bath. Adam does ice baths. Yeah, I know. Hey, I'm proud. I, you know, part of the, the cold club. Um, if you haven't done it, I I'm serious. Like send me a message. Just be like, Hey, I'm thinking about this. Should I do it? And of course I'll say yes. Like I think everybody should do it, but I'm serious though. Like I was having a really like exhausting day a few days ago. And I was like, man, I am like, my energy's off. I'm not sleeping well, dude. I took a cold shower for like five minutes. It just zapped me. It just brought me back. And I was like, Oh, there's Adam. So it's kind of cool. But Hey, uh, also, you know, now that I work at Black Ovis Campfire, um, I'm gonna be shooting my my bow at lunch. I, I um, again, I'm I'm like the freaking new guy right now, and so like I'll forget to take my bow or I'll bring it and I don't shoot. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'm gonna be shooting at lunch with fellow coworkers. Like everyone's got a bow on their desk. It's so great. I love it. I just felt like I found my people. So pretty pretty fun there. Um, and it was cool too. Like in the office, a couple of people know Skylar. 
uh, from Hunt the West. And they're like, oh, we've listened to your show too. So that is just, that's so like flattering. I feel like, I still feel like the, the, the new dorky, like pawn shop bow hunter. <laughs> like I just, I, I don't know. Uh, so it's really cool that someone's like taking the time to actually like listen to one of the, one of these episodes. They're like, oh yeah, I, you know, I like your stuff. Um, yeah, I, by no means any, anybody special or you know, whatever. I, I'm just a guy who has failed a ton. And I was like, you know, maybe some other bow hunters have experienced this as well. And apparently there are. Apparently there's others who are like, yeah, I didn't grow up doing this either. Let's figure it out together. So cool stuff in store. Um, and yeah, uh, just thank you so much. Sorry to ramble on here. Uh, one thing I was going to mention is... Um, it's cool uh, at, at work. Sorry to go back to work. I just, I, I do want to mention this. Um, we have some cool partnerships. We work with the Working Class Bowhunter podcast. Shout out to them. And also Dan Stanton at Elk Shape. So I, I'm really excited to start, you know, getting engaged with those folks. Uh, learn, you know, learn about what they got going on and just how we kind of partner together. So I'll keep you kind of updated. I'll try not to make this like super sales pitchy or whatever, but I'll tell you though, right now, like we have some crazy product on deck. Um, they're the Black Ovis hunting pants are bonkers. I've been using them for years, and the stuff they're coming out with, the fit, the feel, and the price. I mean, it's super, super reasonable. So I'll talk to the boss man. I'll see, you know, maybe about getting a, a discount for the listeners here on the FGB. Um, I'll work it. You know, I'm I'm working on the inside now. I I work for you. No, we'll take care of you. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll keep you updated on any like really major updates. Um, yeah, it's kind of cool. So that's what I got. That's what I got for y'all. I, again, uh, hopefully you can go find some arrows. Hopefully you're having some fun in the spring, summer. Um, you know, I got my kids coming out of school now. So yeah, the schedules are changing. Everything's kind of shifting, uh, but it's fun. It gives us opportunity to kind of get out and spend some time together in the outdoors. Hopefully, you're here. you're doing the same thing. So, this has been episode sixty-seven. Uh, please subscribe if you're liking what you're here. Um, also, you know the way to buy T-shirts. First generation bow hunter tees, uh, just that really simple font on the front. These are next level t-shirts. Uh, that's actually the brand. <laughs> it's not like they're next level, bro. Um, no, that's that's who makes them. It's very soft, form-fitting t-shirt. So you can look uh, pretty cool when you're bopping around doing your thing at the DMV. Uh, yeah, drop in on huntworks.com. You can buy them, buy them there. That, that site's still going to be live. Um, and yeah. Let me know what else you got going on. What questions you have? What should these next few episodes look like? Drop me some questions. And also, I'm going to drop a link in. You can record your voice and ask questions. And I can take that audio and actually plop it in these episodes. It's kind of cool. I think it's a cool option that Spotify um, offers. So let's do it. Let's get you featured on here. It's pretty awesome. So. All right, and if you got a little extra time, drop in on Apple Podcasts, drop a review. I've been getting some really, really cool reviews lately, and I sure darn appreciate it. Uh, just, again, always flattered, and, and thank you for taking that time. There's just uh, super kind words, so thank you for doing that. I was going to pull up 
one of the more recent ones here. Yeah, this is from Reed, and I actually got an email from him too. Really nice. Mandatory listening. I am starting my first ever hunting season this fall, bow or otherwise, and I've absolutely devouring these episodes. I've got pages of notes and feel like this has taken years off my learning curve. If you're a new bow hunter, this is the place to start. That right there where he says taking years off my learning curve, when I was sketching out, thank you, Reed. I, I really appreciate that. When I was sketching out this podcast, that's actually exactly what I was after. I was like, I want to help people shave years off their learning curve. So it just like really, um, brings that full circle and I'm just like oh my gosh yes I I did what I came here to do and I'm gonna keep doing it so all right well that's it for me uh thank you again and we'll see you in the next episode